Hey there, lovely souls. I'm your host, Allison Toth, and I want to give you a warm welcome to Wishing You Wellness, the podcast where mental health meets spirituality. When it comes to rock bottom, I've been there more than once, and I know what it's like to wake up daily to mental health struggles. On this podcast, I share insight and stories to help motivate and inspire you and to help you feel less alone in this. In Wishing You Wellness, we talk inner child healing, mindset shifts, radical self-love, the art of intentional living, and so much more. Think of me as your mental wellness bestie. If you're ready to step into your power and change your life, just hit play. Hello, Radiant Souls. I'm going to be so transparent with you. My voice has been giving out all day. Like, I'll sound okay, and then suddenly I won't be able to make noise at all. So I'm still going to try to record this episode because it's one that I've been meaning to do ASAP since it's based off an experience I just had, and I would just rather do it while it's still fresh in my brain and fresh in my heart so I can, you know, share all the details while they're still there for me. Um... Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to see you. Whether it's your first time here or you've been listening since day one, I am so freaking thankful for you. And I'm so honored to be a part of your daily routine, whether that's your gym routine, listening to me on the treadmill, or driving to work, whatever it is. I am so glad to be here with you and to have you here with me. Also, before I jump into the main part of today's episode, I want to share something really fun and cool with you guys. If you follow me on Instagram on my personal account, you may have seen this, but I made a reel documenting a tattoo experience I had recently at a friend's, and it was insane. She's got her little tattoo parlor. She has all of the safety measures taken, so it's very safe and clean and sterile, but it is completely different from any tattoo parlor slash shop slash room I've ever seen. She has a wall filled with squishmallows. If you don't know what squishmallows are, they're these big, fluffy, stuffed animals that feel so good and comforting. So she has that. She has these pretty lights. She's got like this fur rug, and it was such a vibe. And so I got to go and pick out a squishmallow, so I picked this big butterfly and I held on to it and we turned on some Lana Del Rey and some Frank Ocean and she tatted me up and she did an incredible job. I cannot say enough about my experience. She was so friendly, so warm and welcoming and I've never been so calm and relaxed during a tattoo experience and that's probably because I was hugging a Squishmallow, listening to my favorite Lana Del Rey and just with a tattoo artist I truly trusted and it was a cool experience because I love the vibe of I love the vibe of regular tattoo shops. You know that like, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but very like intense. Like there's an intense vibe, like awesome loud screamo music sometimes and lots of pictures on the wall. And I really love that vibe. But it was super amazing to see this feminine flowy vibe in a tattoo space because I'd never seen that before. And I thought that was just freaking brilliant and amazing and so if you haven't yet click on over to my instagram i'll actually also leave it in the show notes but this girl's name is madison she is fantastic she is based here in st louis missouri um her little tagline is misbehaving designs i believe that's right yeah misbehaving designs i will also leave that in the show notes so you can give her a follow on instagram show her some love But yeah, I just wanted to share that experience with you guys before we got into today because it was so cool. And I'm a nervous wreck when I get tattoos. I already have so much anxiety about everything, especially pain. 
And so it was really nice just having a space curated to make me feel comfortable and more at home slash relaxed. So just wanted to share that with you guys. So today's episode is really going to come from the heart because this is all personal experience. And today's episode is about how I came home to myself during the Sagittarius moon. I believe it was a super moon. I heard that it was a strawberry moon, whatever that means, but it's really, really cute. I love the name strawberry moon, but this lasted for three days and it lasted from I think it was Tuesday to Thursday maybe this week. Don't quote me on that. But it landed around June 15th. That was like the the peak, I believe, the 14th or 15th. And I am a Sagittarius. My sun sign, my main sign is Sagittarius. And I've always felt very connected to that. Um, Some people think astrology is very like woohoo and like magic, magic. But I actually resonate so much with every single thing I read about Sagittarius. They're known for being the adventurers and the explorers and the like groundbreakers and the leaders and the ones who just want to go out into the world and live the biggest, brightest, fullest life they can. And yeah, I've always just really resonated with that. And then also the negative traits of a Sagittarius are impulsivity, Um, being a little bit flighty, sometimes unreliable back and forth. And I also resonate with those deeply. So uh, I didn't even know it was the Sagittarius supermoon initially. Um, It all began, I think it was Tuesday morning when I started processing this deep, deep childhood wound that I had. And it all came to the surface and I just sat there and sobbed and held myself. And it was so beautiful and powerful. And a lot of my life coaches have told me like, you need to feel the bad feelings. You can't just shove them away and only feel good. Like the good vibes only thing is such bullshit, you guys. All vibes are valid. All vibes are welcome. And I'm not saying walk around like Miss Negative fans. I'm just saying when bad feelings come up, that's okay. And you don't have to fight so hard to hide them or cover them up or get rid of them. It is good to let those uncomfortable feelings come up because usually they have something to teach us or something to tell us. And so like I mentioned in the last podcast episode I did a couple days ago, while I was having all of this come up, for the first time in my life, I didn't try to distract myself. Usually when I feel anxiety coming up or guilt or regret or like curiosity about the past in a really deep way, I'll distract myself. I'll jump on my phone and scroll through Instagram. I will turn on TV and start binge watching reality. Say holla if you love selling sunset. Holla, okay, damn good show. But the point is I will try to distract myself in any possible way to get away from that negative emotion. And for whatever reason, I just decided to say fuck it this time and sit with that emotion. And the tears came and so many realizations came and so much forgiveness came for myself, for others. And I got to have great conversations with other people in my life about the way I was feeling. And so that's really when the coming home to myself began because I spent the rest of that morning just like hugging myself and loving on myself and being like, Allison, you've been through a lot and like everyone has, but that doesn't mean you haven't. And I feel like you gaslight yourself sometimes and forget that you're allowed to hurt a little during the healing. Like we want healing to be beautiful and magical and epic, but it's also going to hurt sometimes. And there are room for all of the feelings at this dinner table. Okay. And so after I had processed all of that and got myself back together, I just started journaling and I didn't stop for an hour. I just did an hour straight of journaling about how I was feeling 
not just in the moment, but in general with my life, like how I feel with where I'm at, like if I'm working toward my goals or away from them. And so much came through. And so at this point, I still have no idea it's a Sagittarius supermoon. I have no clue. Um, And then I come home from house sitting and I had ordered an LED hula hoop because I'm just getting into the rave scene. I'm a rave baby, pretty much a wook child. Um, And I have wanted an LED hula hoop because it looks so fun and so beautiful. And it's really just like flowy and cool to watch. And I also think it's good exercise that doesn't suck, right? Like, I'm not judging you. If you do Peloton and you love that shit, that is so awesome for you. If you do CrossFit and you love that shit, I am so proud of you. But me personally, that kind of stuff feels awful on my body as much as I know it would help my body feel better. So I like to do movement that feels like medicine to me specifically, which is trapeze and flow and dancing and playing with poi. And so I got this LED hula hoop. It wasn't supposed to come for like two more weeks. And I get home right after all of these epiphanies about my life and there it is. And so I get it out. I put the battery in and I start playing around. I've never done it before. And it's just coming to me. It's almost like in a past life, I knew how to hoop and my body just remembered. I started just twirling it around and doing some moves. And my my partner was like, "Uh, have you been taking classes and just not telling me? And I was like, no, this just, it feels natural to me. It feels so freaking natural, almost like I was made to be doing this in life. And so there we go. Another kind of like, whoa moment. I have discovered a new passion, something that genuinely lights me up and brings me so much happiness. I'm not kidding. I spun around with that hoop for like two or three hours listening to music and getting so into it and loving every second and just feeling alive. And you look, you know, living with bipolar one, I definitely experience so much of that, like low, low, low. And like depression is something that's very familiar to me. I've struggled with depression on and off since I was about 15. And so there's something about activities that lift you out of your depression and almost make you forget about it that is so freaking healing and so restorative. I found that when I found traveling. I found that when I found trapeze. It's just when you can find these hobbies that keep your brain more present and more mindful and in the moment, your depression isn't quite as loud. And that voice in your house, or that that voice in your house, that would be scary. That voice in your head telling you you're not good enough, you can't do this, stay in bed, stay in bed. It gets a little quieter as you find these little things that light you up and feel good. And I'm not diminishing the effects of major depressive disorder or seasonal depression at all. I'm just saying that one of the things I've found is these hobbies can help so much and they don't have to look a certain way. I think there's this stigma that you need to be doing yoga, doing breath work, and that's it. It's like, no. Does swimming feel good? Awesome. Does using a fucking pogo stick feel good? Awesome. You know, does, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think of outrageous things. And just normal things. Does knitting feel good? Great. Does foosball feel good? Great. Do you want to be a pilot? Take some lessons. Do you want to learn how to do the splits? Start stretching, you know? Like, there are endless possibilities on this plane of existence for us to take advantage of. And a lot of us don't take advantage of that in the way that we should. And that's something I think we should all aspire toward. 
It's definitely something I've been trying to aspire toward lately. I've been really pushing myself to try as many new things as I can. I'm actually going to do an episode here soon about the week that I took to try something. How sh- I'm, I'm wording this weird. I took a week and I tried something new every single day for that week. And I'm going to do an episode soon all about that and what that was like. But, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm kind of going down a rabbit hole a little bit and getting off topic. So let's bring this back in. Let's come full circle. I came home to myself during the Sagittarius full moon without even realizing it. So the stuff that happened with me processing the trauma happened. I got the LED hula hoop and that felt like it just like, oh, I touched it and I felt like I was meant to be holding it. You know what I mean? It's like when Harry Potter grabs the wand and they're like, fuck Harry, that's really meant to be your wand. That was me. I was like, damn, this is definitely my hula hoop. This is my vibe. I cannot wait to learn more. Um, And this is all still before I find out about the full moon. So that night I come home, I'm chilling, um, hanging out with my partner, and I just have this insanely strong urge to create. So I get on my laptop and I start typing away and I come up with this little like short story and I start working on my website and I just feel so creative and so like myself and I haven't felt like that in a long time. It's really been a struggle to get through the day, let alone want to create all day every day. And so I'm sitting there on my laptop scrolling and I see this thing pop up and it says, if you've been noticing a lot of creative energy or a lot of shifts in your life, blah, 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 it's because of the Sagittarius full moon. And I was like, oh my Lord, I have never believed in astrology more than I do in this moment because seriously, so many things were coming into alignment and into fruition. I had something work out for a opportunity, an opportunity that uh, has come my way that I'm going to be pursuing starting in the next few weeks. And my new job at the mental health hotline has gone incredibly well. And I am really feeling like it's something I was meant to do. And like things have really aligned this week. And then it just seemed like in that one night, everything came together and it was like, bam, missing pieces. It's all together. And so I decided to do a full moon practice and do a journal session and a little bit of breath work. But moral of the story here, you guys, is coming home to yourself is such a long journey and it doesn't happen in one day. You know, like I titled the episode the way I did just to kind of grab people's attention, but I didn't fully come home to myself. I came home to myself a little more. It's like I came home to myself for the night or for the evening or for the afternoon, but I am still on a very serious mission. I shouldn't say serious, but a very passionate mission to fully return to myself and return to the person that I was before the trauma, before the self-doubt, before people telling me these things like I wasn't good enough, before I absorbed all of that as my own beliefs. I am on an intense and passionate mission to return to that girl who was just so happy to be herself. I remember in high school, as weird as I was, I was myself. And that's not something that I could say throughout college. I sort of went with the crowd and blended in when I was able to. And so it feels so incredible to be coming back to this space where I can answer questions like, what are Allison's hobbies? Well, she loves to roller skate and she loves her LED hula hoop. She really likes to read on her porch because there's a great view of the Ferris wheel downtown. What makes Allison happy? Well, that's easy. Lots and lots of freaking candles and ice cream and 
getting to get up early and start my day walking to a coffee shop. And you know, it's coming home to yourself is returning to the person you were before all the bullshit. And it's also just getting to know yourself on that deep, deep, intimate level that a lot of us skip because we have romantic partners. And so we spend all of our time wooing and wowing them and we forget to date ourselves and to get to know ourselves as deeply and intimately as other people. So I also, next episode I think I want to do solo is... Um, ideas for dating yourself based off your love language. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, please shoot me a DM. Please let me know because if there's interest, I would love to cover that topic. I might cover it either way because I'm just excited about it. But that is all that I wanted to say today. It was kind of just like a catch-up episode, a little mini EP, but If you liked this episode, be sure to give it a share. I love you guys so, so much. Thank you for being here. And I am so excited for you guys to listen to the next episode I have because I will be recording with a guest later today or this week. So I cannot wait to share that with you guys. Um, Check out the website, link in bio. Uh, Give us a rating if you feel compelled. And yeah, just have a beautiful, magical week and go out there and find things that fill your cup because you deserve a cup that is fucking overflowing. I love you. See you guys next time.